Welcome to the Madison Order Podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 16, 2023. Today we're going to recap yesterday's MLB games. Look ahead to today's games. We'll look at this morning's FIFA result, um, as well as the other soccer games. Look ahead to all the soccer today. We have the WNBA Commissioner's Cup to talk about. Um, a pick for the BMW Championship. NFL quarterback rankings for the return of the position player rankings. News and notes and best bet. We'll start with baseball like we've been doing all Slate, which I think we have some matinee games, which is good. Um, Guardians over the Reds 3 nothing. Astros over the Marlins 6 5. Red Sox over the Nationals 5 4. Jays over the Phillies 2 1. Pirates over the Mets 7 4. So, best bet was yet another winner. Braves over the Yankees 5 nothing. Twins over the Tigers 5 3. Cards over the A 6 2. Rangers over the Angels, 7-3. White Sox over the Cubs, 5-3. Mariners over the Royals, 10-8-10. D-backs over the Rockies, 8-5. Padres over the O's, 10-3. Oops. Um, so much for thinking that uh, the Orioles were going to win again. Um, Giants over the race, 7-0. And the Dodgers over the Brewers, 6-2. Yes, we do have like four matinee games today. 1 o'clock, you have the Tigers at the Twins. Reese Olsen, Kenta Maeda. Um, I just want to pull up the odds very quickly. Um, Mets minus 118, Pirates even money over on their 8.5, overs minus 118, unders minus 104. Pirates minus 1 half is plus 164. Oh, Mets plus 1 half is minus 200. That's wrong game. Um, Twins minus 172, Tigers plus 144 over on their 8.5, overs minus 118, unders minus 104. Tigers plus one half is minus one forty two. Twins minus one half is plus one eighteen. Um, this is a hard one. Maeda's pitched better lately for many. I like the under and then Pirates Mets is one o'clock too. Yohan Oviedo, Tyler McGill. I went over the odds for that just a second ago. Um, over again, like that's crazy that the total's that low. Three o'clock D backs Rockies. Slade Sassoni, who's pitched well his last time out, and Austin Gomber. D-backs minus 126, Rockies plus 108, over under 12, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. D-backs minus 1 half is plus 112, Rockies plus 1 half is minus 34, like the under. 345, Braves Giants. Aaron Savali and Ryan Walker. Giants minus 112, Rays minus 104, over under 8.5, overs minus 102, unders minus 120, Rays minus 1 half is plus 152, Giants plus 1 half is minus 184. Giants going with the opener, they're favored on, on the money line, and the Rays are favored on the run line, going with the Rays at minus 104. Um, Guardian threads at 630. Noah Syndergaard and Andrew Abbott. Reds minus 166, Guardians plus 140, over under 9.5, over is even money, unders minus 122. Guardians plus 1.5 is minus 144, Reds minus 1.5 is plus 120. For this one, I'm going to go with the um, this is a, a really, really, really hard one. Um, I'm going to do a pick I rarely ever do. 
under a half first inning runs, minus 102. Not a good offense, and Andrew Abbott's pretty good, and then uh, an offense that um, I don't trust in the Reds. Um, Astros Marlins, Justin Verlander and Jesus Luzardo. Astros minus 118, Mar- Marlins even money over on their 7.5, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Astros minus one half is plus thirty six. Marlins plus one half is minus one sixty four. Luzardo was bad his last time out. I like the over. Um, Ace Cardinals six forty five. Paul Blackbird and Matt Libertor. Odd time for a Cardinal game. Cards minus one seventy four. Ace plus one forty six. Over under nine and a half. Overs plus one two. Unders minus one twenty four. Ace plus one half is minus one thirty four. Cards minus one half is plus one twelve. Um. I like full game over at plus one oh two. Seven o'clock Red Sox Nats. James Paxton and Mackenzie Gore. Red Sox minus one sixty six. Nats plus one forty over under nine. Overs minus one twelve. Unders minus one oh eight. Red Sox minus one half is plus one oh four. Nats plus one half is minus one twenty five. I like the under. Don't feel strong about it though. Phillies Blue Jays, Aaron Nola and Kevin Gossman. Jays minus 148, Phillies plus 126, over under 7.5, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Phillies plus 1.5 is minus 172, Jays minus 1.5 is plus 142. Um, I'm going with the over. I don't like how Aaron Nola's pitched this season. Yankees, Braves at 720, Randy Vasquez and Charlie Morton. I like Randy Vasquez. He's pretty good. Um, Braves are favored, though, minus 205. Yanks plus 172, over under 10, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Yanks plus one half is minus one hundred five. Braves minus one half is minus one fourteen. I like the under, but I don't feel strong about it. Um, Charlie Morton's been really good this year. I like Randy Vasquez, and I think there's a chance he's in that rotation next year for the Yankees. Um, Angels Rangers at eight. Reed Detmers and John Gray. Um. Rangers minus 196, Angels plus 164, over under 9, overs minus 8, unders minus 112. Angels plus 1 half is minus 132, Rangers minus 1 half is plus 110. Um, I don't like how Detmers is pitched this year. So, um, but John Gray hasn't been bad either. Um, I like the full game under, but I don't feel 100% strong about it. Um. White Sox Cubs, Mike Clevenger and Javier Assad. Um Cubs minus 162, White Sox plus 136, over under 11, overs minus 04, and there's minus 118. White Sox plus one half is minus 137, Cubs minus one half is plus 115, under. I can't believe, I'm flattered that that total is that high. Mariners Royals. Luis Castillo and James MacArthur. Um, Mariners minus two twenty, Royals plus one eighty four. Over under nine, overs minus one twelve, unders minus one eight. Mariners minus one half is minus one thirty four. Royals plus one half is plus one twelve. I like the under, but I don't feel good about it. So MacArthur's terrible. Um, eight thirty O's Padres, Dean Crummer and Blake Snell. Yet again, the uh, Padres are favored. Minus 178. O's plus 150. Over under 8. Overs minus 102. And there's minus 120. O's plus 1 half is minus 152. Padres minus 1 half is plus 126. Hmm. For this one, I'm going to go.
Um, with over three and a half Oriole runs at plus 106. And at 10 o'clock, you have the Brewers at the Dodgers, Wade Miley and Clayton Kershaw. Dodgers are minus 235. Brewers plus 194. Over under eight and a half. Overs minus 105. Unders minus 115. Brewers plus one half is minus one eight. Dodgers minus one half is minus one eleven. I like the under. Clayton Kershaw and unders bode well. All right, now we move on to FIFA. Um, we have one result to go over. It was a semifinal that took place at six o'clock this morning. England over Australia three one. So Australia's magical run and home comes to an end. The first goal of the game was scored in the thirty sixth minute by Ella Toon to put England up one nil. Then Australia ties it on a goal by Sam Kerr in the 63rd minute, 1-1. Lauren Hemp puts England up 2-1 on a goal by Lauren Hemp. And Alicia Russo in the 86th minute makes it 3-1 for England. So England gets the win. They'll play Spain in the final on Sunday at 6 a.m. And then the third place game will be at 4 a.m. on Saturday morning between Sweden and Australia. So... Um, it's sad that the World Cup is coming to an end. Been a fun ride, and it was fast. All right, now we're on to other soccer. Um, we have results to talk about from yesterday. Some very notable that we'll get to. Um, we will start. With League's Cup. And there was the semifinals of that last night. Um, Inter-Miami defeats the Union 4-1. Um, Messi had literally a goal from the parking lot, if you see the highlights. He led the way. Messi's going to the final again, this time in the League's Cup. And then... Nashville at home defeats um, Monterey as a dog 2-0. So Nashville and Miami's your final. Nashville's going to be hosting it. So Nashville against Messi. And the third place game will be Monterey against the Philadelphia Union. So, um, and that's obviously going to be from, uh, from Philly. So, um... It's fun that Messi has made this event relevant. And it was an impressive win for uh, Miami yesterday going into Philly. Um, And Messi scored in six straight games, too, by the way. All right. Um, you wait for Champions League qualifying results. Um... So, um, Raquel Tostawa over Aris Limassol 1-0. Maccabi Haifa over Slovan Braslava 3-1. Moldlay over Kale Klasvlik 2-0. Um, Sparta, Pergu, and FC Copenhagen 3-3 draw, but Copenhagen advances 4-2 on penalties. AEK Athens over Dynamo Zargeb 2-1. Galastari over Olympija, Livjuano 1-0. But 
Gallo Saturday advances 4-0 on aggregate. Braga over TSC. Baca Topola 4-1. Braga advances 7-1 on aggregate. Servette and Rangers 1-1 draw. Rangers advance 3-2 on aggregate. PSV Eindhoven over SK Strumgras 3-1. PSV advances 7-2 on aggregate. And Panathinakis over Marcial on aggregate. As they're tied on aggregate, they advance 5-3 on penalties, but Marcial wins the game 2-1. Um, English League 1, um, Peterborough over Barnsley, 3-1. Blackpool, Portville, 0-0 draw. Bolton over Fleetwood, 3-1. Stevenage over Cambridge, 2-1. Carlisle United and Wigan, 1-1 draw. Bristol Rovers over Charlton Athletic, 2-1. Oxford United over Derby County, 2-1. Northampton Town and Lincoln City 2-2 draw. Shrewsbury Town over Burton Albion 2-1. Whitecomb over Leighton 3-2. Portsmouth over Exeter City 1-0. And Reading over Cheltenham Town 1-0. All right, UEFA Super Cup. Today at 3 o'clock, you have Man City and Sevilla. Um, I think... We probably know who is going to win this game. It's a big one. Um, Man City's minus 290. Sevilla's 7 to 1. The draw is plus 380. For this one, I'm going to do um, a fun one. Over 3.5 goals, a plus 192. Long shot. But that's that. And I think Man City, obviously, is going to lift the cup. And then we have the Carabao Cup today, too. One match. First round, 245. You have QPR and Norwich City. Um, just going to pull it up real quick. Norwich is minus 105. QPR plus 260. Draw plus 240. Um, I'm going to go with Norwich and minus 105, but I do not feel strongly about that. And we also have USL tonight. Two games. 9 o'clock tonight. San Antonio and Rio Grande. Um, San Antonio minus 170. Rio Grande plus 370. The draw is 3-1. to one. I'm going to go with other turnoff goals at even money. And 10 o'clock, Orange County, Pittsburgh. Orange County, plus 150. Pittsburgh, plus 165. The draw, plus 220. I'm going to go with the draw here at plus 220. All right, WNBA. We had the uh, Commissioner's Cup last night. As the Liberty defeat the Aces, 82-63. One impressive performance. Yet again by the Liberty over the Aces. And this one's even more impressive because it's in Vegas. Um, Liberty improved the 24-6. and six. Vegas drops the 27-3. The Liberty, I think, are in firm control of that two-spot in the playoffs. Um, Marine Johannes, 17 points for New York. Jackie Young had 16 for Vegas. So the Liberty win the Commissioner's Cup. So that is awesome for them. And 
the league will resume play on Thursday where these same two teams will be at it yet again. So that is going to be a lot of fun. All right, now we'll move on to golf. We have the BMW Championship coming up from Olympia Fields North Course. Um, so it all begins at 926 Eastern because this is obviously on the West Coast. So 926, you have JT Potson and Brendan Todd, 937. Adam Svensson and Matt Fitzpatrick, 948. Ben Ganon and Adam Hadwin, 959. C. Thigley and Justin Rose, 1010. Sanjay and Jordan Spieth, 1021. Seb Straka and Emiliano Grillo, 1032. Xander Shoffley and Adam Shrake, 1043. Nate Taylor and Ryan Henley, 1054. Max Coma and Patrick Cantley, 1110. Rory McIlroy, Lucas Glover, 1121. Brian Harmon, Tommy Fleetwood, 1132. Taylor Hogan, Hideki Matsuyama. 11.43, Cam Davis and Cam Young. So we got the Cams together. 11.54, Adam Putnam and Eric Cole. 12.05, Seamus Power, Lucas Hodges. 12.16, Kurt Katayama and Dylan McCarthy. 12.27, Sam Burns and Chris Kirk. 12.43, Corey Connors and Tyrell Hatton. 12.54, Colin Morikawa and Jason Day. 105, Saiwoo Kim and Tom Kim. So the Kims are together. 116, Taylor Moore, Tony Finau. 127, Victor Hovind and Wendell Clark. 138, John Rom, Scotty Scheffler. 149, Ricky Fowler, Keegan Bradley. 2 o'clock, Harry English and Patrick Rogers. So that's it. Small group. Because this is obviously the, uh, the, um, the peak of where you want to watch golf and who is going to uh, win the whole thing. So we have that and then the tour championship the following week, which is going to be obviously a lot of fun. Um so there's a golfer that had a good run at this tournament three years ago, in which was the same venue which is obviously um, Olympia Fields North Course. This particular player came in fifth. And this is a player that is playing good golf right now. I'm going to lay a fifth of a unit, 45 to 1. I'm going to go big or go home. I'm going with Mr. Tony Fee now. Um... I know he had a rough week last week. And he did okay the week before. But I think this is a big bounce back performance for Tony Fino. So, I'm going to lay a fifth of a unit on Tony Finau at 45 to 1 to win the 2023 BMW Championship. All right, now I'm going to do my NFL quarterback rankings. Um, 
this is a fun series I like to do each and every year where, um, especially at football season, where I rank the position player groups coming into the season. So we're going to be doing this daily until the start of the year. Tomorrow will be running backs. Wide receivers will be Friday. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Alrighty. And, by the way, this is all projected starters. 32, Anthony Richardson, Colts. 31, C.J. Stroud, Texans. 30, Bryce Young, Panthers. So, you know my rule. Rookie quarterbacks and rookie kickers and punters automatically go to the bottom of the list. Because they're more of, in a weird way, they're more of, like, unknowns than knowns. And it's easier to project um, running backs, receivers, linemen, cornerbacks, etc. that um, may have impacts. Um, 29, Sam Howell, Commanders. Um, yet again, somebody unproven. 28, Desmond Ritter, Falcons. Um you could argue the right spot. Um, 27, Jordan Love Packers. Um, very unproven in my eyes. Um, had some moments, and that's why I put him ahead of Ritter. And I think there's a chance Love has a good season because of the talent around him. Um, 26, Baker Mayfield Buccaneers. I have Baker out of the bottom five because of his reputation and... He's had good moments in the past. And maybe he has some good stats because he still has um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to throw to. Um, 25, Ryan Tannehill, Titans. I just think that he's a quarterback on the decline. Um, I think his better years are behind him. 24, Jimmy Garoppolo, Raiders. Terrible situation. Always injured. Um, McDaniels is a dumpster fire. 23, Derek Carr, Saints. Um funny that these two are next to each other because Garoppolo replaces Carr. Carr's a lot of talent around him, but a coach that I don't trust in Dennis Allen. 22, Geno Smith, Seahawks, you could argue should be higher. But if you ask me which quarterback that had a career year last year um, may take a step back, it's Geno Smith. Um... Because he has only had one wow year, which was last year. 21, Kenny Pickett, Steelers. Um, I think Kenny Pickett's the most likely year two quarterback to make a leap. And if that's the case, then the Pittsburgh Steelers should be taking uh, pretty seriously in the AFC with that good defense they have too. And of course, uh, Mike Tomlin. 20, Mac Jones, Patriots. You could argue these two should be swapped. Um... But I don't think Mac Jones is going to be as bad as last year. 19, Justin Fields, Bears. Um, I want to put Fields higher, but he threw more interceptions and touchdown passes last year. I know he's a running quarterback. Running quarterbacks um, worry me a little bit. Um, and same for number 18, Kyler Murray, Cardinals. Kyler Murray is someone that should be higher, but he's coming off the injury. He's on a lousy team. We don't know what we're, we're going to get. 17, Brock Purdy, 49ers. He should be arguably higher, too. But to me, 
Brock has to prove that those several weeks where he was killing it was no mirage. 16, Daniel Jones, New York Giants. Um, Daniel Jones, you could argue, should be lower than this. But he, unlike Geno Smith, um, wasn't a journeyman coming into that situation. He was the number six pick in the draft in 2019, probably overdrafted, but maybe not. Um, the Giants did make improvements around him, and that's why I have him a little bit higher, and I think that there's a possibility that his numbers could improve. 15, Garrett, uh, Jared Goff, Lions. Um, Jared Goff had a nice year last year, but he, to me, is a quarterback that doesn't raise the level of your team. And that's why you heard some rumblings about the Lions potentially going after Lamar Jackson and um, maybe potentially drafting a quarterback with one of their picks in the first round. 14, Matthew Stafford, Rams. Um, Stafford was bad last year, and then he got hurt. He's going to be a quarterback that's going to be thrown in trade rumors if other quarterbacks get injured or um, guys just aren't working out with their teams. Like, can you just see, like, say if the Bucks are 500, but Baker Mayfield's holding them back, can't you see them getting Stafford? Or the Commanders are 500, Sam Howell's not performing. They get Matt Stafford, something like that. 13, Deshaun Watson, Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson should be lower, but he was awesome on the Texans before he got injured and then before all the uh, um, off-field stuff came out. So he's a little bit of an undone. Another guy that's probably too high on this list is number 12, Russell Wilson, Broncos. Um, I think Sean Payton will get a lot out of Russ. Um, is he better than Drew Brees was when um, Drew Brees and Payton were still together in 2018, 2019? Um, maybe. Um, they have some intriguing players around offensively, offensive line iffy maybe better but we'll see about Denver and Russell Wilson number 11 Kirk Cousins Vikings call me crazy that I have Kirk Cousins in one spot away from the top 10 he's sneakily been great for the Vikings from a statistical standpoint he just has a bad reputation of coming up small in prime time Number 10, Tua Tungavailoa, Dolphins. Raise your hand if you had Tua in, uh, in, on my top 10 list coming into the year. The Dolphins were a great team with Tua at quarterback. The Dolphins, I think, are a sneaky candidate to win their division this year. Tua was amazing last year, other than when he was injured. Number nine, Lamar Jackson, Ravens. Um, I think Lamar's right around where he should be. Um, Lamar is somebody that really hasn't performed up to his MVP level since he won the MVP. He's been hurt often, and I think it's appropriate I have him next to Tua. 
Number eight, Dak Prescott, Cowboys. Someone else that got hurt last year. Someone who that I think will have a decent year this year. Um, I'm a bigger Dak defender than others. Some may tell me, Madison, why is Dak Prescott in your top ten? Well, you know why? Because he helps the Cowboys win games. And to me, he is somebody that with the right talent around him could have success. Number seven, Aaron Rodgers, Jets. Boys, it we're saying Aaron Rodgers, Jets. Um, you could argue Aaron Rodgers should be in the top five, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't that great last year. He wasn't as bad as Russell Wilson last year. But if he performed better, the Packers would have been a playoff team last year. Instead of somebody like the Giants. Instead of somebody like Seattle, potentially. But maybe the Rodgers-Green Bay thing was just stale. And Rodgers comes to New York and is rejuvenated. Which I think is in play. Number six, Justin Herbert, Chargers. Um... Justin Herbert wasn't as good last year as he was two years ago. I think the rib injury early on in the season had something to do with that. Um, that whole team deserves blame for that collapse in the Jaguar game last year. Um, because their defense collapsed and their offense put their foot off the pedal. And that allowed um, the Jags to come back. But... Herbert, I think, will have a good year. That team's really good. Number five, Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I believe, is a top five quarterback coming into this year. I think he's going to be a monster this year. Who are those people that are trying to make a case for Tennessee in the AFC South? Like, come on. I know Mike Vrabel's a good coach. But you know who else is a Super Bowl winning coach? Doug Peterson. That's right. I think the the Jaguars are going to be uh, really good this year, and Lawrence making a huge year three jump is a big reason why. And I was tempted to put Trevor Lawrence fourth on this list, and maybe in a year from now he'll be third. Number four, I have Josh Allen of the Bills. Um, Josh Allen, um, interesting, um, he was bad in that playoff game last year, but the Bills defenders are going to say, well, um, the reason why we were bad in that playoff game was because um, we didn't have Von Miller and the DeMar Hamlin situation took a toll on us. Those are reasonable answers, especially the Hamlin situation, because we all know how sad that was. But their defense struggling had nothing to do with Josh Allen struggling in the playoffs last year. And um, I just don't think that Josh is a top three quarterback right now. Number three, Jalen Hurts, Eagles. He was amazing last year. If he didn't get hurt at the end of the year, he would have been the MVP over Patrick Mahomes. Um, Yeah. The one fumble in the Super Bowl cost the Eagles the Super Bowl. I get it. But he was amazing last year. And he has absolutely earned that contract he got. He deserves to be in the top three of this list. And he has an arsenal 
of weapons around him and an excellent offensive line. So that's why Jalen gets the top three recognition this year. And number two, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals, of course. We love Joe Burrow. I'm one of his biggest defenders. Um, He deserves to be number two on this list. He's amazing. And he's somebody that is going to be around for a long time as long as he doesn't have any big injuries. And number one, of course, is Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be number one on this list forever and ever until he retires, just like Tom Brady was. And he's the man right now. And it's like no Tyree Kill, no problem. And winning the Super Bowl without Tyree Kill really says a lot about how special of a quarterback Patrick Mahomes is. So there you have it. The 2023 NFL quarterback rankings. All right, now we move on to the news and notes for today. Um, We have some breaking news coming down in the NFL right now that Marlon Humphrey to miss time as a status for week one is up in the air due to undisclosed injury. That's brutal. Very brutal for the Ravens. Um, They are relying on him defensively in that secondary. And... For their sake, they better hope that um, he's ready to go week one. Um, there was a fight between the Ravens and the Commanders at practice, which is crazy. You don't see fights at practice very much. That's really it for football. Um, let's do baseball. Um. Aaron Judge says we're not showing up as the Yankees captain is unhappy with team's effort during the four-game losing streak. Um, He shouldn't be, and the team shouldn't be happy. Um, The Yankees look like a team that's defeated. Um, I just don't think Judge is healthy, and and Judge obviously isn't admitting that because Aaron Judge is the captain of the New York Yankees, and um, he doesn't want to make excuses for himself, which is the right thing to do when you're a team leader and somebody that is a superstar. You don't make excuses. And I give Aaron Judge credit for not making excuses for the team's four-game skid and uh, demise this season, pretty much. Um, they look at, I just said it. They look like a defeated team. That Marlins game was just the killer loss for them, blowing the, the six-run lead. I think Aaron Boone is going to be fired. I think Brian Cashman will resign if he doesn't get fired. To me, Brian Cashman looks like a guy that's quit. If he really cared, he would have made bigger moves at the trade deadline. I think he knows um, that he won't be back next year. That's just my take. I don't know if he's going to resign or if he is going to get fired, but I don't think Brian Cashman is going to be back. And now, or not ESPN Radio, the fan... Sean Morosa of the fan is already speculating that Derek Jeter is going to replace Cashman as the next general manager. No freaking thank you. My rule is that you shouldn't be hiring team legends to run your team. Like, that is the worst thing that could happen, especially in New York. We saw it with Chris Mullen at St. John's. He was a disaster as their head coach. Um, We've seen it several times. Jason Kidd with the Brooklyn Nets, disaster. Um... 
Phil Jackson Knicks disaster. So Derek Jeter at the Yankees could very well be like Phil Jackson with the Knicks. Like, I hope the Yankees don't go in that direction. If they move on from Brian Cashman, they should hire Milwaukee's David Stearns. That's the right guy to hire. He's really good at his job. Or you hire David Epstein, which would be kind of ballsy, considering like all the Red Sox stuff. But that's where I would go if I'm the Yankees, if um, they were to move on from Brian Cashman. I would try for David Stearns, personally, because I don't know if David Epstein wants back in the game or not. But um, I would consider um, David Stearns. That would be the number one guy on my list. And then um, and people are talking about Buck Showalter replace Aaron Boone. Um, Buck Showalter's been really bad this year. Like, he's, Aaron Boone's been worse than Showalter, obviously, because Buck has a better reputation. But I wouldn't go near Buck Showalter. He's never won a World Series. He's come close a couple times, but if you've been a manager for 20-plus years and haven't won a title, um, then I don't know if I would really consider you. I would just go with... Um, Joe Espada or somebody like that. Like, someone that was in the family and somebody that has a good reputation. So I would go with uh, Joe Espada, personally, to replace Aaron Boone and David Stearns to replace Cashman. That'd be ideal for me. But Judge is right, and I don't blame him for complaining about um, the team's effort. Um, Really terrible news for the Tampa Bay race. Shane McClanahan... To have Tommy John surgery as he's likely to miss all 2024. That is brutal for the Rays. Brutal. So now that opens up Pandora's box for them. And good thing they traded for Aaron Savali. They might not have to, they might have to trade for somebody else too. There's a horrible strike three call in the in the Red Sox game last night. As Justin Turner couldn't believe he got rung up on a pitch a mile outside. So that is absolutely brutal for the Red Sox and uh, Miles, um, Justin Turner. I'll send Miles Turner. Oops. Um, Tim Anderson was a late scratch against the Cubs last night with a stiff neck. Didn't matter. The White Sox won. Um, there was a fan that named its baby after Mookie Betts. As Mookie Betts talks about how the name Francesca Mookie Mancuso came to be. Um, the Cubs might call up um, Pete Crow Armstrong as GM Carter Hawkins says that the prospect is in the conversation for a September call-up. Is that rule still in the play where um, you call somebody up in September you can't be on the postseason roster? Um, I... Really, I'm not sure, but if it's, I hate that rule, but if Crow Armstrong's on the Cubs and he's thriving with them, that could be a surprise in October. Like, in terms of a team that makes the playoffs and potentially wins a couple games, maybe wins a wild card round or something, maybe win this division. Um... Kristaps Porzingis out of the FIBA World Cup with plantar fasciitis in his right foot. 
and will engage in a four to six week rehab program that rules him out, but he's expected to be ready for the start of training camp, which that last part is very important for the Boston Celtics. Joel Embiid was showing uh, Messi some love as obviously Messi appeared in Philly last night, as we talked about earlier in the show. The NBA in-season tournament schedule has dropped. Group play begins November 3rd. Group play ends November 28th. The quarterfinals are December 4th and 5th. The semifinals are the 7th, and the title game is December 9th. So those are the key dates for the in-season tournament. The Christmas games have been leaked, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know that the Knicks are playing the Bucks. I think the... Lakers are playing the Celtics, so that's the marquee game on the board. That you'll see the new A team of Mike Breen, Doris Burke, and Doc Rivers. So that is going to be interesting. Um, I think the Nuggets are playing the Suns on Christmas, so Kevin Durant against Nikola Jokic. And then I know Miami Sixers is one of the matchups as well. So Embiid against Butler and... Bam. So, and I don't remember what the last game is. Um, so I think it's Nuggets, Suns, Bucks, Knicks, Sixers, Heat, Lakers, Celtics. And I don't recall what the last one was. Like, is is the Mavericks involved with Luka? I honestly forget who it is. So the the East. Um, the best five teams in the East are all involved. Or you could argue five of the six best teams of the East. Depending on how you feel about the Knicks. But you could argue those were the five best teams in the East last season. That are all playing on Christmas. This year. And maybe is it Clippers Mavericks? I honestly don't know what the last uh, NBA Christmas game is. But um. We're going to do a podcast for the schedule um, once it comes out um, later in the week. It might be tomorrow. Um, hockey, um, the Canadians trade Jeff Petrie again as they sent him to the Red Wings for Gustav Lindstrom in the 2024 fourth rounder. So um, the Red Wings got the veteran D-man in there. Um Habs just don't want any veterans. They're trying to uh, rebuild a little bit. Um, Kansas reveals its $300 million upgrade as David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium has been transformed. The Big Ten and the SEC are passing on ACC teams as there's not much desire by either conference to add the likes of Clemson, Florida State, etc. Interesting. I thought down the road that the Big Ten was going to potentially add Notre Dame. So, so much for thinking that. Okay, last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. I'm going to go right back to the well where I was last night, and I'm going to take the over in Pirates Mets. That is a low total. Um, I think the Mets or the Pirates can easily go over, amazingly enough. The pitching matchup in that game is not great. So, I'm going to lay a 
quarter unit on over eight and a half between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the New York Mets for my best bet of the day. Okay, that's it for the show today. I'll be back tomorrow recapping everything, looking ahead to everything tomorrow for soccer, WNBA, um, et cetera. Um, we have running back rankings tomorrow and obviously golf and news and notes and best bet too. Hope you guys have a great day, everybody.